Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815 on the Anchor Contest line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Cubs Team 2023. Ryan Jensen and asked me questions if I was confusing. Today, I add Ryan Jensen to the list of players on the Cubs team 2023. And the second half, I explain why. But the first half, I explain why there are certain people that I value their opinions opinions more than others. When talking about college baseball or minor league baseball or major league baseball or any sort of baseball, some people have opinions that matter more than others. Where I rank on that has absolutely no bearing on anything because I'm looking at the list of People whose opinion I value. When someone adds something to my knowledge base, I value their opinion. If they repeatedly display that they know more than I do, that they understand things better than I do, that their opinion is of more validity than mine, then I ought to take notes on them. I ought to pay close attention to them. For instance, I regularly read what Arizona Phil writes. Why? Because there are things about baseball, both Cubs and otherwise, that Arizona Phil understands that I have not figured out yet. So because of that, I pay a whole lot of attention to the things that he writes. Other people who, this guy really understands how to discern the difference between players who might develop into quality big leaguers or at least upper minor leaguers. He understands that better than I do. I'd probably better pay attention to him. People who add to my game are the ones that I pay attention to. Not necessarily the ones that agree with me. If someone is just hitting like and retweet on some of the things I say, that doesn't mean I'm going to follow them. No, they might want me to. But unless they're bringing tweets that add to my understanding of things, I'm, you know, what percentage of those tweets should they be? Is it, you know, 30%, 60%, 80%? Certain people, their tweets regularly, routinely, I don't want to miss. So I will follow them and pay attention to them. Other people are frustrated. They're simply frustrated. I want the Cubs to this or that. And they chase after some sort of well, maybe this thing might work. Well, that didn't work. Maybe this other thing might work. Maybe this other thing might work. 
I'm strongly of the mind that if a team, Cubs or other, develops talent internally better than they did before, they will probably become a better team, particularly if they have a reasonable strategy. And if they don't pot commit to developing talent better, then they're probably not going to get a whole lot better. So what does all this have to do with a Cubs pitcher in the pipeline? Some people like to talk about how, well, the Cubs ought to just go out and draft pitchers who throw really hard. And, you know, all the other things, you know, not that you should totally disregard them, but obviously velocity is about all that matters because the pitchers that are doing well are the ones that throw really hard. So locate pitchers that pitch really hard and deal with the fact that a lot of them are going to miss. A lot of them are going to whiff. A lot of them are not going to contribute, but focus primarily upon throwing hard. Now, that seems like a reasonable mindset. No, seems reasonable. Draft, draft hard thrower guys and, you know, let them, let them show in their minor league development if they're worth advancing or not. Except I value knowledge. I value knowledge and what I know from listening to ball games, minor league games, college games, anything you're locating, anything you're discussing. There are hard throwers all over the place. There are hard throwers all over the place that can't get hitters out. Just because a pitcher throws hard doesn't mean they are severely of value. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I try to put quality effort into each episode, bringing you information that you might not get as promptly or completely from other sources. If you have friends that might be interested in the podcast, send them a link of a favorite episode that might resonate with them, perhaps even this one. Hitting like, share, Follow, subscribe, or retweet is also appreciated. If you need help in sharing, ask away. If this service is worth more than the asking price, most podcasts allow you a simple link to contribute to the podcast in any fashion you deem worthwhile. Whether or not that applies to you, thanks for listening. So what does all this have to do with Ryan Jensen? Ryan Jensen attended Fresno State for three seasons as a freshman. He pitched in 43 and two-thirds innings, 6.60 ERA. As a sophomore, he pitched in 67 and a third innings, 5.35 ERA. As a junior, he pitched 100 innings, 3.24 ERA. And yes, certainly by the time he was a junior, he was chucking it. He was chucking it. I think I remember 98 being discussed. He pitched for Fresno State in the Mountain West Conference, MWC. A proper conference to follow. Um, 
should you have, should you be in a Mountain West Conference city? Watch games of that team, whichever team it is. Follow them. Know them. Know who the pitching coach is. Know who the starting pitchers are for the weekend. Know who the incoming freshmen are. Know which players have arrived through the transfer portal. And know that team. Be aware of that team and be able to discuss that team reasonably well. And be able to tell us for the pitchers in the pipeline how hard do they throw. And if you have a guy on your team in the Mountain West Conference who throws 96, 97, 98, do they all necessarily get hitters out? I would strongly doubt that is the case. I think it was a survivorship bias. I think that's the one. There are like 82 billion biases. Survivorship bias is the bias that says, I remember the players that do really well because they are the ones that are memorable. That kind of makes sense, doesn't it? If a guy does really well and he pitches 98, 99, 100, 101, you'll remember that guy because he pitched well. Well, why didn't the Cubs go after him? Which round did he get drafted? Guys who are selected early, generally there's a reason for it. When you're following a college team, when a major league team is following the college season, you have a certain number of scouts. Those certain number of scouts can only make it to a certain number of games those games will only provide them with a certain number of looks at said certain number of players. And if the guy who tosses 98-99, I went out and saw him, and he, he walked three straight hitters. Manager came out and hooked him. Well, you should have drafted him. Why? He wasn't any good when I was watching him. Just because... A pitcher throws hard doesn't mean he's going to get outs. When teams are assessing which pitchers do we want in our pipeline, which pitchers do we want in our pipeline? Generally, the ones who get hitters out. If you have two different pitchers and they're both on the board and one of them throws 98 and one of them throws 92 and they're both getting hitters out, yeah, you're going to draft 98 probably. But if 92 is getting out and 99 is hitting the bull, who are you going to draft? Generally, teams draft players that do well. If Ryan Jensen was throwing 98 as a junior and pitched 43 and two-thirds innings and had a 6.60 ERA in the Mountain West Conference, as he did when he was a freshman, the Cubs would not have drafted him in the first round. I trust, I respect the opinions of people who do their homework and know their stuff. If someone has watched or attended or even listened to numerous college games and has encyclopedic knowledge of 
a whole bunch of different players and says, you know what? These are four guys that you should really keep your eye on. Guess what? Those are the four guys I'm probably going to look into next. Maybe I'll be impressed. Maybe I won't. But just reading a velocity sheet is not going to tell you whether a player is going to make it to full season ball or advanced A or double A or triple A. Assessing which pitchers or hitters the Cubs ought to draft has to be done by draft day. Waiting until after and then assessing, oh, well, the Cubs ought to have drafted this guy because of, well, that, that information would have been really helpful on or before draft day. If you're going to give me information on or before draft day, that will be really helpful. If you're going to be a backseat driver, if you're going to be a Monday morning quarterback, if you're going to wait until 2027 to say who the Cubs should have drafted in 2021, that will not be of much assistance. Do the homework earlier than that. How do you start doing that? Pick yourself a team. Whichever team, why that team, doesn't really matter. Familiarize yourself with a team probably with some sort of collegiate baseball history of success and become knowledgeable in them. Knowing who is legitimate is useful because after the fact, it will be very easy to say, well, they should have drafted this guy because he's throwing 98. Well, what if I bounce back at a guy that you that was throwing 98 that had an ERA of 11 and a half? He's still throwing 98. Wasn't getting people out, but you didn't say that mattered. Ryan Jensen makes sense for 2023 because, let's see, he's a 19, 2019 draft pick, so he won't be eligible for the Rule 5 draft until 2020, 2021, December of 2022. Perhaps by then the lockout and strike will be over. And on that date, perhaps on the that date in November, the Cubs will have to make a decision for December. If Ryan Jensen has not reached major league ball by then, Cubs will have to make a decision. And if he's pitching well in the minor leagues, presumably by 2022, there will be some sort of a minor league mechanism. It'll make sense to add him to the 40-man roster until such point as he is doing well in minor league games. Yeah, probably not a whole lot of reason to. Should the Cubs probably try to get him into some 2021 major league spring training games? Yeah, that makes sense. That'd be logical. Get him a look. Get everybody a look at him. Get some of the butterflies out. Because I would imagine the first time you step into a major league game, whether it's in the regular season or preseason or some guys are debuting in the postseason, yeah, there will be a little bit of butterflies. Get him into a spring training game. 
against a major league hitter. Let him get in an inning. Then get him the heck out of the game and let him go out and have dinner. But um, if you are planning on deciding who should be Cubs Team 2023, do the research on the minor leagues, on college, on whatever. Because with research, if your research is of value, your opinion is of value. If you don't bother doing any research, then there's very little reason to... um, Oh, consider your opinion valid. If you haven't done the homework, you're probably not worth... uh, Your opinion isn't worth heeding all that much. Just because you read an article from someone that could include me on this guy ought to be considered because of... If you haven't followed a game, if you haven't heard a game, if you haven't watched a game, if you haven't listened to a game, if you haven't found some sources who have attended his games and paid close attention and written articles entirely specifically on him. Eh. The people with opinions I value are the ones who constantly bring new thoughts or reliable thoughts to the discussion. The people who are aware of who the valid pieces are before the draft are the ones who I'm going to pay attention to. People who wait until after the draft and then limit their interest to players the Cubs have already drafted, I'm less prone to heeding their opinion. Unless, of course, they bring something to the table. And then I will pay attention to those, especially to the extent that that information adds to my knowledge base. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to have that worth your time as well. Be safe, go Cubs, go, and be nice to people.